0: internet radio platform.
1: Perfect, perfect triangle. triangle. The perfect triangle is equilateral, three sides of the same length. In an angry, bipolar world, three perfect sides reveal many truths body, mind, and spirit, thought, word, and deed, conspiracy, propaganda, and truth, natural health, allopathic tyranny, and your body,
2: freedom, globalism, and sovereign nations.
1: And now. The perfect ter- triangle.
3: The Jews were at it again, about to throw yet another revolt. Led by the proclaimed Messiah Bar Kokba, he promised to retake Judea by any means necessary. He gathered his fanatical Jews, Hello. slaughtered the local Roman garrisons, and retook Jerusalem for themselves. When the local legions tried to restore peace, they were pushed back by half a million rebel Jews. Bacocba purged Judea of all non-Jews, Romans and Christians alike, along with their wives and children. When news of the massacre reached the emperor, Adrian went mad. He sailed for Judea, followed by twelve legions, and started killing every single Jew he found. No mercy was shown, no quarter given. Hadrian would settle with nothing less than the complete destruction of Judea.
0: America has to wake up and say to eternally whining Jews, enough is enough. We have a coven of Jews who have seized government and the centers of power. They keep invoking their families' Holocaust experiences as justification for their own incompetence, treachery, and betrayal of America while furthering their own supremacist infallibility that we Jews know what's best for America. Watch the following two notorious Jews, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is head of Homeland Security, which is not protecting our borders from invaders and criminal illegals, followed by Antony Blinken, who has dropped America's pants and bent over for Israel. Both these Israel-first Jews invoked the Holocaust to justify their incompetence and deflect criticism. It's sickening. Americans do not care about the Jews' Holocaust canar. We're all awake to it, and it has to stop. Now watch.
3: I come before you
0: not only as the United States Secretary of State but also as a Jew. My grandfather, Maurice Blinken, fled pogroms in Russia. My stepfather, Samuel Pizar, survived concentration camps, Auschwitz, Dachau, Majdanek. So Prime Minister, I understand on a personal level the harrowing echoes that Hamas's massacres carry for Israeli Jews, indeed, for Jews everywhere. Mr. Secretary, I think that your performance is despicable. Uh, Senator Hawley takes an adversarial approach to me in this question, and perhaps he doesn't know my own background. Perhaps he does not know that I am the child of a Holocaust survivor. There you go. These two predictably pulled out the Jew and Holocaust pity card. What we do care about is their mischief, menace, and influence peddling from positions of high power and influence. They occupy office, which should be in America's interest for Americans, yet further Jewish in Israel's interests. This has to stop, but how can it of some 85% of senior cabinet and administration positions are occupied by Jews? and which is the case for administration after administration since World War II. Look at all these characters. They're Jews. They're everywhere in government. They dominate government. Hollywood, the mainstream media, big tech owners, higher academia, big finance, and they own or control all the big corporations that count. Even Harvard's chancellor recently didn't survive Jewish displeasure when some Harvard students showed support for the Palestinian people. Jews were even responsible for the slave trade, but they have been able to mischievously project culpability onto white people when it was Jews who all along owned and ran the business of human trafficking. Why don't black people speak up, you ask? The NAACP was set up by Jews. Jews are a small minority in America. There are just seven million of them, which is just two percent of a population of three hundred. 31 million people in America as of 2024. 60 million or 19% of the population is Hispanic. 42 million of 13% are black. 22 million or 7% are Asian. Yet none of these minorities completely dominate like the Jews do. How is this possible? Jews try to explain it by merit of intelligence, which is absolute nonsense, like their hocus-pocus holocaust. A recent research study led by Professor Ariel Darvasi from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem, and Dr. Todd Lentz from the Feinstein Institute for Medical Research involved the largest ever sample group of Ashkenazi Jews. Out of the 2,500 Ashkenazi Jews who contributed DNA samples, 1,500 were mentally healthy, while 1,000 were affected by mental disorders related to schizophrenia. The recent study was published in Nature Communications. If you want to read it, the study found the predominant NDST3 gene associated with the prevalence of schizophrenia and mental illness amongst Jews. Jews often joke amongst themselves, comparing anecdotes about their psychoanalysts. Jews are predisposed to sociopathy. Almost the whole Russian communist revolution upper echelon was Jewish. They were psychopath killers. They killed over 60 million people. Sociopaths seek power over their victims, which explains their gravitation to money and stints in government to exert influence and power. Jeffrey Epstein was a classic example of creating blackmail opportunities for his Israeli Mossad handlers in pursuit of influence and power. The American-Israeli Public Affairs Committee, who is a lobby for Israel in America and which operates in breach of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, funds political campaigns for Jew-captured congressmen and senators. They use rich and powerful Jewish donors to direct funds to anointed Jewish-captured candidates If a candidate for public office criticizes Jews or Israel, their careers are over. We've even seen this over and over with celebrities who have exposed Jewish mischief and menace. Marlon Brando, Mel Gibson, Michael Jackson, and more recently with Kanye West, all have felt the Jewish blowtorch to the belly Jews have been expelled over 1,030 times from over 109 kingdoms, city-states, and nations from 1200 BC to recent times. It's because their hosts woke up to what we've just pointed out. Jews are masterful on projecting guilt onto their victims. They're masters of inversion. In recent times, they've used their anti-Semitic slur and Holocaust narrative to gaslight their victims. Well, the Great Awakening has begun. The noticing is gathering speed, and Jews will be on the run once again. No Jewish power center has endured more than 70 years in all of history. It's said to be part of the diocidal curse for killing Jesus Christ and turning on God. The State of Israel was self-proclamated in 1948 when Jews displaced the Palestinian majority by first using money and then to displace the Palestinians in the Nakba. The Jews then renamed Palestine as Israel that atrocity 76 years ago. Jews are six years overdue for their curse. We all know it's coming. They're cooked once again and they know it. Hence why they're desperately capturing the foreign policy of white formerly Christian nations for Jewish interests and in furtherance of Israel. Jews often use nepotism, buying, bribing, and blackmail to attain and hold power. Blinken and Mallorcas represent Jewish power and not American interests. You heard them. They're Jews first and we see it.
4: They were taken into the tunnels and through the tunnels, up into the trap door of a bathroom, in a triplex next door, placed in automobiles, and prostituted in the community. These are two, three, and four-year-old children before
5: they entered kindergarten. Our politicians prove that they've got no soul, when the way they roll shows more men control them. Whether we are wearing a fedora, a kippah, a strival, these tribal cunts smile while they commit blood libel. Denial's not just something that they do to the extreme, it also forms the border of their land theft scheme. Euphrates is the other, now they've gone and blown their cover, cause now everybody knows these Jews are man-boy lovers. We know about the tunnels in the walls of the Chabad, the demon features peeking through the breach in their facade. They better. Pray Get the staff and not the rod Because these perps will get no mercy Out of me and my squad And this is just one of their insane factions The fact is we all saw that shit-stained mattress These faggots grab kids and drag them right to the caverns It's like they don't even think That a kike's life matters And it doesn't So while these inbreds fuck their cousins We'll be discussing ways to bake them by the dozen And they've got abundant ways to stay pungent Like munching a munchkin's buns in some dungeon, In a dirty subterranean fear kick factory Where rabbis suck baby like queers drink daiquiris It has to be the sickest form of blasphemy They're practicing and after that These faggot skull caps need fracturing Leave them bleeding out upon a pile of manure Tuck their fucking eyes out and spike them on a score All the rumors that you heard have never been truer Just a bunch of masters, pincers, blasts and sphincters in the sewer So if you see a kike, keep an eye on your kids These parasites might try to bite their foreskins Like Morlocks gorging on forced abortions These kikes' life force feeds off your misfortune Burrowing gnomes and catacombs. Tunnel rats hiding in holes with no souls. Tunnel rats, criminal cats with little hats. Kite tunnel rats get the gas. Tunnel rats, black hearts and dark arts. Tunnel rats, delinquents raping infants. Tunnel rats, these demons eat babies. Hit them with that DKD
6: The ground, all these pedophile kagrass trying to bubble down with are being bound out Without a shadow of a doubt, everybody's gonna know what this kids are about I've been seeds I know they're gonna sprout at the ground with a Jews are underneath Be crawling and sprawling around You can turn us deep on the ground, yeah, 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 yeah And a matter of fact is that these kites with the tiny hats A ton of rats And a little fact of the matter If you put your ear to the flow You can hear the pitter patter of the tunnel rats climbing up and down the sewer ladders I can hear the Yiddish chatter, yeah But now they can't speak the lies I see the fear in their eyes As they run and defeat Little Jewish feet beating concrete As they running up and down the city street Now the show's over and it's gonna be another show when we show all the world the true colors Trying to hide the tunnel with the white cover But they can't cover it up It's too big, They to gets up And it's a big cup of you wine And it's gonna spill an overflow I'ma take it as a sign from above That it's the time And the Goyan be knowing the GDL Got a constant stream of anti-Semitism flowing like a river That we throw the rats in They can't swim We will win in the end And we won't break, we won't bend we will in the hand To a of white man. And then when we send the back These back rats better pack the sacks And get back before they get caught in a motherfucking rat trap Hello, rats, happy new year 2024 Catacombs, tunnel rats Hiding in
5: holes with no souls, tunnel rats Criminal cats with little hats Kike tunnel rats get the gas, tunnel rats Black hearts and dark arts, tunnel rats Delinquents raping infants, tunnel rats These demons eat babies Hit em with that DKT
6: The frequency of anarchist and communist violence in the streets can lead in only one direction discontent and a rising white proclivity toward violence on their own behalf the time for talk has long since passed as has the time of intellectualism action is what is needed most in these trying times and that action must be driven towards our white revolution do not get bogged down with the nostalgia for days gone by. Instead, channel that nostalgia into action. Bring about that glorious world that could have been through revolutionary action. It is an honor that we should live in such times that the existence of our people rests upon our shoulders is the most supreme of gifts. Times like these are what birth heroes. The moment you feel any fear or doubt, strike it from your heart. Understand that, if it is not us, it will be no one. Embrace the chaos, and from its ashes, a new world shall rise, beautiful and
0: pure, to victory, white man.
5: White America, wake the fuck up. White America, wake the
6: fuck up.
1: Welcome to episode number 178 of The Perfect Triangle. I'm your host, Giuseppe Vaffangulo. And today is February 9th, 2024, which just so happens to be my 26th wedding anniversary. I want to thank my wife for 26 blessed years, and we'll hopefully have 26 more. Let me bring on my uh, brilliant young co-host, Zach, from Logos Revealed, and our honored guest. Uh, his uh, his notoriety precedes him because uh-huh. two of the eight streams were shut down as soon as they saw the name Pastor Eli James. But we got... Uh, really? Rum- Rumble got shut down and one other one, but we're still on Odyssey, we're still on Guayam TV, we're still on Twitter, mm-hmm. we're still on yeah. Facebook, and of course, we're on Speak Free Radio. So, welcome, gentlemen. Yeah. And, um, you know, hello, Matt, hello, I put Zach. that to... Go go ahead, Eli. I'm just saying hello. Yeah, please continue. Yeah. So I put that introduction together because of the just the hubris and the vile actions since Eli was here last in 2023. (laughs) And it's never been more true that we must secure the existence of our people in a future for white children because the beauty of the white Aryan woman must not perish from earth. And right now, uh, Eli and Zach with this Super Bowl weekend, you you see uh, all these commercials and I'm perp- I typically never watch TV, but I've been tuning in this week to check things out. And the level of racial misogynation is just off the chain. Every commercial is a black woman with a white guy or more so a black dude with a white chick or an Asian and a mestizo Indian. It, you know, there, there's nothing addressing the majority in this country, which is the white traditional European legacy family. So your thoughts, Pastor Eli and then Zach.
4: Well, well, let me just ask a general question. Is it all conceivable that the white patriarchy, which is so hated by the left, would cut its own throat by promoting all this anti-white you know, legislation, anti-white rhetoric, anti-white programming? Is it all conceivable that white men would cut their own throats by doing this?
1: What a great question! Well, apparently the the uh, the Jewish rectum licking traders in the Senate and Congress have no problem cutting their own throats. Yeah. And well, they're, well, yeah they're, well, they're well, the ones who are bought off.
4: Yeah, well, well, they're getting their just rewards up their rammed up their behinds, you know, in the yeah, form yeah, of yeah, for sure. uh, paper dollars, which are getting ready to collapse, you yeah, know, yeah, and, right. and other perks. Right? Politicians get all these perks, but it's largely blackmail. It's uh, I mean, it's really great to see videos being produced by alternative media that are catching up with us and uh, explaining who the Jews are. Uh, you know, the the Jews shot themselves in the foot on October seventh.
1: What a okay. what a great observation, Zach. Your thoughts yep. on this unbelievable o- overreach with every commercial's racial misogyny uh, or homosexuals. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, Eli makes a really good point. If this uh, white patriarchy was really in control of things, uh, I guess they would, they would, we would really have to look at them like a group of suicidal masochists, <laughs> right? just, uh, just praising their own extinction. It's, it's insanity to, to even believe that these people are in charge, or, or uh, we are in charge. Uh, right. it's, it's very clear who has the reins. Yeah,
4: and who is preventing freedom of speech? It's not us. You know, it's the ADL. If anybody wants to find out who is preventing you from saying your piece, right, speaking your mind, it's the ADL. They're the top anti-free speech organization in the world, really, because they have their subsidiaries in Europe as well. But it's the ADL. And they've trained the left to say, "Okay, well, freedom of speech is a white man's (laughs) idea. Well, thank you very much. You should try it sometime, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, uh, their, their, uh, let's, let's put it this way their rhetoric, their whole argument, which began in the early 20s. You know, we can all go all the way back to the um, Schofield Reference Bible because the purpose in creating the, the, that Bible was to fool Christians into believing that the Jews are Israel and so they've been spending trillions of dollars taking over hundreds of organizations creating more organizations i mean there's no there's nothing like the jewish lobby anywhere else in the world and then uh, they they totally control but we we're, we're not allowed to say that because the the jews don't like to be told the truth on right so but yeah uh, m- mentioning rumble uh, I tried to start a Rumble account, but they never allowed me to even start one. <laughs> so, there you go.
1: Yep.
4: Yeah. They, they Didn't like me. Okay. Right. Well, so, yeah, go ahead. Clearly,
1: they don't like you because I put your book on the screen, which is now in its... Uh, <laughs> w- what generation is this, Eli? the. Uh, oh, version? it's a f- fourth edition. Fourth, it's edition. fourth edition that you worked yeah. with the, the great Dave Gahari at Money Tree Publishing, And never has it been more vital to understand Jewish perfidy and what's really going on with the Christian religion and the so-called chosen people than it is now. Because we're witnessing on October 7th the brutal Mm. genocide invasion of the Gaza part of uh, Palestine. There is no Israel. They invaded Palestine. And we're witnessing tens of thousands, if not knocking on 100,000 innocent little babies, innocent little children, innocent wives being brutally slaughtered by these vile, satanic kikes. And yet they claim that uh, because they set up their own false flag where they drop their defenses and and let uh, like the big floppa, who was my uh, my guest on Monday, he's done a lot of research and he thinks they they just uh were arrogant and they allowed the gazans to uh come in on their hand gliders or whatever it was either way right? there's but then there's a ton of IDF retired operatives who say that you can't throw a stone at that wall and not and we don't know about it so clearly it was allowed to right. happen and so w- w- let me get your thoughts on this so the, so these psychopathic devil worshippers, the, the 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 Edomites as your book describes them, Eli. Right. Is um yes. They claim that there is no Palestine, that this is the eternal homeland Uh of the synagogue of Satan. Yet, if you look at video from Palestine in the 1920s, and it's all over, even on YouTube, you see a a Middle Eastern country that's knocking on the door of being a first world. The men and women are dressed modern for the day. You've got Semitic uh, Palestinian Uh, Muslims, Mm -hmm. Semitic uh, Palestinian Christians and wait for it, Semitic Palestinian Jews all living in peace together and and, and a stable society and then when these uh, psychopaths, these Zionist uh, uh, child murderers uh, began to uh, cook up their great scheme with the uh, Balfour Balfour Declaration and everything since then um, you know, now they claim there was never a Palestine. I mean you know, I I can't say this yeah. enough. My favorite six word Russian proverb of all time: "Fish swim, birds lie." I'm I'm sorry. Fish swim, <laughs> birds fly. Jews yeah. lie. Jews
4: lie. That's right.
1: That's and so right. so what is it? And and I know uh, you're meeting Zach for the first time, and you haven't yeah. been on in a couple months. So why don't we take this time now? Why, why don't you explain your nearly 50 year journey of <laughs> research and st- b- biblical study yeah. proper translation to to come up with y- your your core uh 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 your core, oh, okay. uh idea yeah. that the is the jew has stolen the rightful mantle yeah. of christian identity from the white race so tell us it's about I- your book and and yeah, then Zach that- if you got any questions jump in
4: yeah it's identity theft you know uh, in fact the uh Uh, Let me uh, open my book, uh, because I was just uh, reading it from my book, and uh, this is where the uh, Jews actually began, the Edomites. The Edomites began to uh, start impersonating Judah, and the word Jew is a false translation of the word Judah, Judah being a pure-blooded, and by Shem, Shem was a white man, So was Japheth, and so was was Ham. Ham is falsely called by the Jews, by the rabbis, uh, that that he was cursed and turned black. That's actually what the rabbis teach. There's nothing like that in the Bible. If you go to Hamitic Egypt and you see all the rows and rows and rows of statues of pharaohs and Queen Nefertiti, you will see quite clearly Anglo-Saxon Caucasian faces. Right. No blacks or Jews, for that matter.
1: Okay. And I'd just like to interject the historical fact that uh, the higher up you were in the Egyptian Empire society, the less you went out in the sun. So the pharaohs were yeah, right. literally pale skinned, uh, almost yeah. like porcelain white, because they never, it was considered uh, beneath them to be exposed to the sun.
4: Well, not only that, uh, you know, I'm Nordic, and if I'm out in the sun for an hour, uh, I burn. There you <laughs> I go. burn.
1: There you go. Yeah. I
4: don't tan. So they were probably like that too. And, of course, our women look nicer when, they're white, when their skin is pure white and they right. get all wrinkled up when they go, go to the spa and have one of those fake tanning s- salon things, right? Yep. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, but here, let me go to uh, Genesis uh, chapter 12, which is the famous verse that the Jews claim is about them. But it's really not about them at all. It's so easy. Genesis 12, I'll just read 12, 1 through 3. But now, well, let me read verse 3 first. And then, uh, Zach, you, you can comment here. And I will bless them that bless thee. And, uh, sorry, let me just go through it uh, in chronological order. Sure. Now, Yahweh had said unto Abraham, Okay, who is God addressing? Jews? Or Abraham.
2: Guess you'd be addressing Abraham.
4: It says Abraham. okay? It doesn't say Jews. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, why? Because his father was a pagan, and from thy father's house unto a land which I will show thee. And I will make of thee, Abram, not Jews, a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. So here it it is categorically stated that Abraham and his whole household, which included the white woman Sarah, who was so beautiful, she was a legend in her own time, and his Egyptian white wife Hagar and his uh, other wife Keturah, who was also white, and she was the mother of the Indo-Aryans because Abram sent them east so they would not conflict with um, what's his uh, Isaac's inheritance. Because in Isaac shall thy posterity be called, Genesis 21, 12. Okay? So then when you get to verse 3, And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth build. Have the Jews been a blessing? <laughs> or a curse. All right? Because it's not about Jews at all. The only reason anybody believes that this verse is about Jews is because of the Schofield Reference Bible. In the footnotes, it says, this verse is about Jews.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. And so one thing to interject right there is that uh, Cyrus Schofield was an angry drunk who felt uh, uh, spurned by the British aristocracy. And when right. Samuel Untmeyer, the Rothschild Jewish fixer, pr- fixer, approached him to rewrite the Bible, that at the time told the truth that the vile Jew is the, the, the children of Lucifer and and right. uh, and. and nothing good comes from the synagogue of Satan, well, they paid him a princely sum to rewrite the Bible and make the Edomites, the vile Jews, the supposed yeah. chosen people. So how, how about the hubris there, uh, Eli and Zach? No, 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 yeah. no, no small uh, yeah. uh, warping of the truth there.
4: Yeah, let me just say to Zach, uh, because the way I got involved in this uh, about 1979, but I learned identity about four or five years earlier, and uh, you know, I had all this uh, knowledge from uh, the Christian identity pastors like Sheldon Emery and Dr. Wesley Swift and Bertrand Camperay, who understood that the Jews were imposters, okay, pretending to be Israel. And I, I looked around I said, "There's no nobody's had written a book about this, right? There's a, there's a thousand little pamphlets written by all these guys explaining this, that, and the other about the Bible, but nobody actually had written a book explaining the difference between the two bloodlines, the bloodline of Cain, and the bloodline of Seth, and uh, taking it all the way up to modern times. well wow, nobody's written a book about that. So I guess it's my, my job to write a book about that. And when I started researching for the book, I realized that the Bible is almost nothing to do about theology. It, it incorporates theology, but it's all about love, the bloodlines. The Begats, the Begats, the Begats, the Begats, the Begats. And the Jews are on the other side. The Adamites are on one side, and no one had ever exclaimed this before. And so, and it's obvious the Jews want to hide this information. And, uh, by, and they have, by pretending to be Israel, they have fooled the entire world, and they've been pretending to do, be that for 2,000 years. Okay, then they came up with this idea called the Holocaust. (laughs) It's more pretense, right? Okay, and so, but those are the two things that you dare not question. All the Jews will come after you. You can't can't exclaim that they're not real Israelites, and you can't deny the Holocaust. Otherwise, you're in trouble. Okay,
2: yeah. So, I'm I'm curious, Eli. Was this um, always your interpretation of the Bible, or did you come to this uh, like later? Because I, I know a lot of people, they'll, they'll, uh, yeah. they'll get kind of the mainstream interpretation, which is un- unfortunately the incorrect one. Uh, how did you actually come to that?
4: Well, I was brought up Catholic and uh, at age 17, which happened to be in 1963 when Vatican II was proclaimed. And uh, I just saw through the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church by that age, and I realized that Vatican II... Wholesale changes in doctrine of the Catholic Church were created, and primarily socialist doctrine. And so I told my my family, especially my sister who was the cantor at Holy Name Cathedral in Chicago, this is hypocrisy. They were telling me for 17 years that this is the unerrant truth, it's going to be true forever, this is Catholic doctrine. So the day after Vatican II, it all changed. Yeah. And then they said, now this is all the uh, unchangeable truth from now on. Come on. Come on. you, you got to be kidding me. So you know, so they, they didn't—my my sister was too emotionally tied with being that— uh, that's a high position for a female singer, right, to be the cantor at Holy Name Cathedral. Uh, so she didn't want to give that up. And, of course, everything about her is Catholic. So I said I'm turning my back on this. I don't want any more to do with this. And so, the, I looked around different denominations. Found they pretty much all teach the same garbage, right? They 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 don't talk about the difference between a Judahite, which is a direct descendant of Judah, it's a racial category, and it's white people descended from Shem, as all the other Israelites are. And then then the word Jew is a fa- it's kind of a slang or false translation of Judah a Jew is a completely different animal from a Judahite right okay yeah I mean, so that's by, by just tracing the lit that's what I did when I first read through the Bible completely I just traced the lineages and found out who's allied with us the white people of the Bible and who's allied with the Jews the children of Cain. Okay, <laughs> the Bible traces it very clearly. Okay, now yeah.
1: Eli and Zach, I'd like to get your thoughts on the fact that there is historical precedent that the Jew has been trying to wipe this off the oh. uh, this knowledge off. But the apex predator uh, a few millennia ago were, were a white, redheaded race predating the Vikings, known as the Scythians, and the Scythians were a nomadic uh, tribe that you mm-hmm. know really lived for. Battle and conquest and knowledge and and but they weren't interested in money or 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 once they had conquered something they moved on, and so they were an enlightened right. white white tribe so much so that uh, they they've been suppressing the fact that the first statues of the Buddha were of a white right. red headed man. Who he was a white was, man who would no doubt was probably an enlightened mm-hmm. Scythian. And so there's yes. actual historical precedent for what your interpretation is, Eli, don't you think? Yeah. And then we'll get Zach's thoughts. Well, it's all
4: coming out. Uh, the Scythians were, in fact, uh, either Israelites straight out or Saxons. And mm-hmm. the word Scythian actually comes from suckoth which means tent dweller, okay? Uh-huh. And, right, right. and the Saxons and the Israelites, after being kicked out, of uh, northern Palestine by Yahweh because they they had uh, adopted pagan rituals like throwing their newborn babies into the fires of Moloch. They were following Canaanite teaching. And uh, so, so Yahweh said, okay, uh, I'm punishing you by sending you out in the wilderness. And so they were on their own for many oh, thousands of years. The, the last tribe to be converted to Christianity was the tribe of Dan who were known as the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so in the meantime, we have all these—nevertheless, uh, never, the Scythian society, the Saxon society, which is today essentially Germanic, Anglo-Saxon, English and Germanic, right. uh, they were honorable people. The Romans even said they're honorable people. And the way uh, we got the name Angle is uh, one of the Caesars—I think it was Julius Caesar— you know, he had uh, captured a bunch of the Scythians and Saxons and said— these are the most beautiful people I've ever seen. They look like angels,
1: right? And
4: that's how the Angles got their name. Okay?
1: So, Zach, how how much of this have you researched and were you aware of?
2: This, excuse me, this is a category I I, I don't have a lot of research in. Um, I've never got uh, deep into uh, just the the, the Bible, really. I mean, I've read a, a decent amount, but... Not enough to, uh, to have a, a deep understanding. Uh, Eli is certainly uh, far more uh, in, endowed with knowledge there than I am, and it's, uh, it's very nice to learn some of these things.
4: Yeah. Well, here, let me say this. The uh, fact is that the modern Judeo-churches uh, have no interest whatsoever in history, but biblical history or any other kind of history. All they're interested in is dogma, That's why you have 33,000 denominations all teaching their own dogma, none of which comes to grips with the actual bloodlines clearly stated in the Bible. And so I can understand why young people, especially white nationalists, if they think it's a Jewish book, which it isn't, but they're led to believe that, and then the Judeo churches say the same thing, Then I I can understand why white nationalists, any kind of white young white person, would say, "Gee, this book just is—it's Jewish book, no, but it's not. It's a a pretend Jewish book." But so I I have total sympathy for any white nationalist who uh, says. Actually, uh, Bertrand Caprice said a bet. He said that Judeo-Christianity drives people away from the Bible, doesn't draw people to the Bible.
2: What a great, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that that's a very good point. Uh, I never really thought about it in that sense, but he, he, it's certainly correct.
4: Yeah, and he, he was one of the most knowledgeable identity scholars uh, to have existed, uh, maybe only after Dr. Wesley Swift, and they're the ones who came up with the two seed line <laughs> doctrine, which is but it's clearly there in the Bible, and uh, all you have to do is follow the Canaanites. The Kenites, first the Kenites, who were the descendants of Cain. That's the definition of the word uh, Kenite, is a descendant of Cain, who married into those tribes in Genesis chapter 6, some of whom were giants, okay? So those were descendants of the fallen angels, like the Rephaim and the Anakim and the tribe of Gath, of which Goliath was one. So where did these giants come from, right? (laughs) (laughs) And... Nobody seems to be interested in where they came from. Well, but the, th- the important thing is the Kenites and Canaanites married into these tribes of fallen angel hybrids. Now, where did these giants come from? You know, nobody seems to be interested in where they came from. Well, the Bible says they, uh, you know, they these, these watchers, they're called in the Book of Enoch, lusted after white women because it says the daughters of Adam, Adam meaning to show blood in the face. It doesn't mean man in a generic sense, and that's what uh, the Bible has. And the reason why the, the confusion and the vague definitions and vague uses of terms is existing is because the King James Version was created by the rabbinical society that translated or prepared the Old Testament for us, Okay and they, they distorted per- virtually, virtually everything in the Bible from a Jewish perspective, okay? Right. And now they claim that the original religion of the Old Testament is Judaism. Well, you will not find the word Judaism anywhere in the Bible. That's what nothing
1: great, but it. <laughs> great point. Yeah. Let me okay. ask you this. It's, it's uh, white nationalists are hated by the, the, uh, the uh, uh, dark forces, the Jew, the oh, homosexual, yeah. the tranny. But you know what's hated even yeah. more is Christian identity white nationalists. And so yeah, that's, oh it, no, they, like they hate to us above all. be so vilified? Yeah. How do you, how do you right. cope with that?
4: Well, because we have exposed the fact that they're not Israelites, they're not Shemites, they're not Hebrews, and they certainly aren't white, okay? So uh, the, now the Edomites are easy because we have the history of the Edomites clearly spelled out in the Bible, and we're told that the Edomites I- I'dumia, occupied Idumea, which is a, a country to the south and west of Judah, not Judea. It's called Judah, the land of Judah, which is a pure-blooded white tribe descended th- from you know, Jacob, from Jacob Israel. And David was uh, come from that line, and so did Jesus Christ. Okay. That that bloodline is clearly spelled out in Luke chapter 3 from God through Adam through Seth all the way down to Jesus Christ. Not a single one of those people was a Jew. Okay.
1: Amazing. And, and well, now
4: why did they reject Jesus? Okay. Is it because he's one of them? They claim he's one of them. All right. I'm reminded of uh, John Kaminsky, by the way, may he rest in peace uh, and so and also uh, uh, Joe Rizzoli, he also died right. yeah, yeah yeah,
1: absolutely okay
4: yeah both, both good uh, cu- critics of the Jews, but not very understanding of the Bible you know because you know, you the, John Kaminsky's book the first lie was that the Israelites were in Egypt. no, the first lie is that the Jews are Israel. <laughs> That's the first lie, okay? Because all kinds of evidence, they found the, the um, granaries of Joseph, the, the the historical surroundings of the Exodus, uh, the the what do you call it the um, the records between the Egyptians uh, and and the Canaanites. Because the Canaanites were actually tributary to the Egyptians at that time, and when uh, the Israelites left and Yahweh destroyed the Egyptian army. The Egyptian army was virtually powerless to tame the Canaanites any longer, and the Israelites came along right after that, and we were supposed to wipe them out. And our, our ancestors failed to do so. Why? Because white men don't like to kill babies, right? But Yahweh told them, I want you to kill everything that moves, including their animals. Why? Because they were doing sexual experiments and hybridizing uh, everything under the sun. Okay, which the Jews are still doing today, by the way, like Monsanto. Monsanto is a good example of Oh, and the, the jab—they're still doing today what the Canaanites were doing then, and you, you'll never hear any Judeo-Christian minister quote Numbers thirty-three fifty-five, which says, "If you do not exterminate these people, they will come back and be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side." So how much do you have to suffer before you realize that you've got a lot of pricks in your eyes and sores in your side with the Jews?
1: Oh, what a great point. I mean, yeah. and now the fact that most people are ignoring, you know, that to me there's been three great uh, uh, movements within the vile uh, Jew culture is the uh, – the Zebatai Zevi, the first phony uh, satanic messiah, then Jacob Franks, and now uh, Rabbi Schmearson and <laughs> these Chabad Lubavitch uh, psychopaths. Right. And it comes out, you know, the the massive tunnel system. Who knows how many of these things exist because <laughs> there's Chabad little little outlay, outlets everywhere. In fact, in northern Virginia, you go down... Uh, Fairfax County Parkway, and you you, you drive right past the Chabad-Lubovitch. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah? Hmm. Uh, 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 it's like a, a small little home, but who knows what's going on in that basement. <laughs> in the
2: basement,
1: right? <laughs> yep. It comes out, and once again, you know, because the Jew own the media, the Jew control the government, right. the Jew control uh, academia, nobody's pointing out what these chi- child rapist Satanists are doing and, and, and really going – and really uh, wiping them out. Like you said, it's the only thing. But yet we see these these psychopaths and their wacky little hats standing behind all these presidents the last 40 years when bills mm-hmm. to benefit these satanic kikes are signed in the law. It's just, it's just unbelievable to me to witness right. this. Your, your thoughts first, Eli, then Zach.
4: Yeah, well, it's just uh, the behind-the-scenes, uh, which the Judeo-Christians refuse to acknowledge because they falsely believe that Jews are God's chosen people. And then you have, uh, as you said, uh, the media is Jewish, uh, academia is Jewish, the uh, politicians are all uh, blackmailed or bribed or or threatened by the Jewish establishment. Oh, the recording industry is Jewish. I mean, there's nothing that the Jews don't control. They essentially control the whole world. And um, George Orwell was right. You know, some pigs are more equal than others, right? Uh, yeah. he, he knew what was going on, right? But he couldn't say so openly. He had to disguise it in, in a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Zach, I'm, I'm sure you see these things going on. And, you know, I think the question is, how can these people with all their evil possibly be God's chosen people? Uh, God's chosen people. Well, remember, with God, you shall be a blessing. Unequivocal. So, uh, somebody said uh, in an interview that I was listening to said, "Well, the Jews should be giving money to us because if they're the Jews, they should be blessing us. Ye shall be a blessing." Period. That's what verse two says. But nobody quotes verse two. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah. Well, there's certainly not much uh, biblical behavior from these people. I mean, it's 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 quite the opposite, right? So uh whatever whatever we would consider to be of god we would consider to be natural and good and, and yes they they quite honestly are, are neither so
4: yeah, right yeah they don't know what the word good means uh, they really don't because they're the children of the devil now the interesting thing because we started talking about gaza that uh, have you heard of the uh, no not the samson option that's the the samson option is the israeli state
1: Oh, did Eli drop out? Oh, he froze. Well, this he, he should be back momentarily. Sometimes his he uh, his, uh, email, e- his email, not his emails. Internet h- hooks up, but traditionally, the Samson option is considered to be that that the vile Jew has suitcase nukes or some type of uh, of um, massive explosive uh, device in various uh, embassies around in all the first world countries oh. like United States, England. And are you back, Eli? Okay. I think so. Okay, here he is. Okay.
2: Yeah, we lost you there briefly. I was yeah, does
4: this happen
1: be... to all your guests or just me? Uh, uh, oh, oh, way more you than anybody else. Yeah,
4: but... okay. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, please continue. Well, I yeah, was you were m- mentioning
1: that the, the mainstream interpretation of the Samson option is a threat that these vile kikes have been making uh, since the 60s, which is that they claim they have nuclear devices in all their embassies or in all the first world countries, so if Israel is ever threatened uh, to really cease to exist, that the uh, they'll detonate and, and Israel, the kikes are going to take everybody with them. I personally think... It's a lie, it's a bluff, because Jews are such cowards, they wouldn't do that. They, they'd figure out a way to uh, get around their travails, which they've done again and again. So what were you going to say about the Samson option, uh, Eli?
4: Well, basically what you just said, that uh, you know, what kind of country, uh, let's say America threatened the European nation states with nukes, wouldn't there be a, an uproar?
1: <laughs> oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah.
4: It'd be, yeah. But if the Jews do it, it's okay. Nobody makes any comment. Well, because they own the media, so none of the talking heads are going to comment, right? Oh, by the way, uh, all, what about the farmers' strike in Europe, where virtually every European nation of Western Europe, and I expect, including Italy, Italy, Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, France, Ireland, they're all turning against the jewish well they don't know it's jewish okay the uh, the socialist establishment of the rothschilds and uh, the eu un all of which is illegitimate government it's not representative government whatsoever it's it's uh, ruled by fiat of the international bankers that's that's all it is right and uh, but the the people think that uh, the un is your uh, representative government it's not no there's no coverage of this in america whatsoever
1: that's right. a great point, and simultaneous mm-hmm. to that is the, the initiative of uh, well, it really became obvious with the the Scam and the Jubonic Jew Jab, uh, right. population initiative. But this whole idea simultaneously of the the fake Catholic Pope Bergoglio, who's a crypto Jew, I I believe, <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh, he's, sure. he he. Uh, He's, he's pushing for Catholics to embrace the one-world religion. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen this week, various media outlets like The People's Voice are, are, are claiming that uh, Bergoglio said that uh, Catholics should should embrace Satan, and Satan is, yes. which is unbelievable.
4: Lucifer, yeah. Well, like I said, uh, in, in uh, 1963, when uh, Pope John XXIII, uh, forget his real name, he he was actually a Freemason. He was part of Propaganda Douai, a Freemasonic lodge in Italy. And the, throughout history, there's been this ongoing conflict between the Jesuits under the Pope, but not always under the Pope. Sometimes they acted independently of the Pope. Mm-hmm. And the Freemasons were sponsored by the Jews, okay? Right. So the, the Freemasons had vowed that they would take over the papacy, and they did so with John of twenty third. That's why it turned to socialism. Every pope ever since then has been talking about, oh, you have you must give your money to poor people. <laughs> you know, we we Westerners must give our money to poor people so that they can catch up with us. Well, what what do they do with the money we give them?
1: You know that is a great point. And again, both your thoughts on that, starting with Pastor Eli that. To me, the modern Schofield Bible and and some of these other interpretations, there's this they they position Jesus the Christ as this uh, kumbaya communist, yeah, right. right? I love everybody, right? Exactly, yeah, and, yeah. And, and what happened to the, the the warrior Christ who went who had the big <laughs> testicles to go in to the <clears throat> the temples, kick over the tables, bull whip? the rabbis who were trying to money change and just, right. just just you know be a uh, raise havoc
2: yeah. that's the jesus
1: yeah. that i embrace not this kumbaya yeah. isn't it interesting that when when the jew gets involved you know cuz the crypto uh the the um mohammed was was a jew who then created right. you know Islam and in the Muslim religion, and his second wife yeah. was an older uh, Jewess who was very familiar with the Talmud. And isn't Ooh. it interesting that that uh, the uh, the religion, the so-called religion of peace, is nothing more than raising Arab armies to, to right. pr- pr- perform jihadis, but that they're they're told that if they you know bow down and s- subjugate themselves to uh, the uh, you know this this uh, this questionable prophet and Allah, then they'll be rewarded with virgins of yeah. heaven, and and the Jews who have, who have controlled Schofield now have Christians doing the same thing with this kumbaya oh. communist Jesus. It, it yeah. to me it smacks of Jews trying to uh, right. run psyops on white people, especially. Yeah,
4: well, let me ask, Zach, have you ever been to a, a Christian church? Maybe you don't even go to Christian churches, which is fine with me, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> Judeo-Christian churches are just as evil as Judaism.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, let me put it this way. The Jews have distorted the Old Testament, and the Judeo-Christians have distorted the New Testament. And they come up with these fancy slogans like, Jesus loves everybody. And if you have, if you download... Uh, an e-sword Bible, you can just type in any phrase, and you can type in, Jesus loves everybody, and there'll be uh, no verses come up, because that's go. not in the Bible, right? Yeah. It's just not in the Bible, right? Uh, and, and being raised Catholic and understanding the duplicity of Catholicism, and I was so amazed, because I thought the Protestant churches uh, you know, were founded by Martin Luther, who wrote a book, called The Jews in Their Lies, right? Right, right,
1: right. yeah.
4: And I found out that Protestants never even heard of that book.
2: Wow. Or the or the man in some cases. Uh, I, have a, yeah. I have a lot of Protestants in my family, and I, I tried to mention Martin Luther to them, and they've never even heard of him.
4: Wow. Who's that? Uh, Martin Luther? <laughs> oh, Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, Mike King Jr. Yep. Yeah, there oh, you wow. go. It's <laughs> amazing the ignorance of modern Christians, yeah. so-called, it's utterly amazing. Uh, who would have thunk that uh, virtually the entire wide r- white race would be horn-swoggled, uh, buff- bluffed, uh, terrorized, arm-twisted into submission by somebody, just by words, just by mistranslating a word here and there like Gentile? There's no such word in either Hebrew or Greek, and there's no, no, no such word as Jew in Hebrew or the Greek. The, the Old Testament is Judah. The New Testament is Judean. Judah refers to the pure-blooded white race descended from Ezra, uh, Israel, Abraham, all the way back to Adam. And when, when Jesus is called Son of Man, that's always Son of Adam, Okay. Adam meaning to show blood in the face. But none of the churches teach that. What the churches teach is what the Jews teach, namely that the word Adam means red dirt. (laughs) Okay? But if you go to your strong concordance, it clearly says to show blood in the face. David was ruddy and fair. Ruddy means to have pink skin. And fair means white.
1: There you go. All right. It's unbelievable yeah. to me how how yeah. dumbed down whites have become. I mean, yeah. it's to, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're on the verge of being wiped out. All and, right, and, and uh, white it out, right? Whited out, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> right, yeah. So Zach,
4: I mean, because you're obviously new to this, is how could the this? Let me put it this way. Before 1900, before the Schofield Reference Bible, which is part and parcel of the Zionist thrust to convince Christians that the Jews are God's chosen people, there wasn't a Christian in the world who would accept that proposition before the the year 1900. They all stated with Martin Luther that Jews are untrustworthy, they're evil, they're Christ killers. That was the standard interpretation, the standard knowledge of every Christian until 1900. So what happened? See, they don't well, even again, know their own history. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
2: Again, it has. It's just obviously it has to be subversion. Uh, whatever's happening in these churches somehow. They've gotten this Jewish narrative or or Edomite yes. narrative, we'll say, um, yeah. and they're uh, they're taking that and they're they're running yeah. with it. And you know, unfortunately, a lot of these people, uh, I know a lot of churchgoers. So I, I grew up; I, I was not a churchgoer myself. Uh, my family never took me. Uh, I don't know if that's for better or worse. I have, I'm I'm really not sure based it's on for what better I know
4: now. <laughs> it's for better because you haven't been, you haven't been taught Judeo Christianity. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. But a, a lot of these people, uh, you know, they go to church, but they get the, again, this Judeo-Christian interpretation. They don't actually read the Bible themselves. That's right. And then when I read the Bible to them and, and certain pieces that have these lines, uh, you yeah. know, discussing the synagogue of Satan or, or things like that, uh, right. they're like astonished that it's even in the book. They have no idea. Yeah. So it's, Astonishment. it's, it's quite crazy.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And these same Judeo-Christians will say, the Bible says what it means and means what it says. So if you quote where Jesus says of the Jews, You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father shall ye do. Oh, I never heard that before. <laughs> right? So you can imagine, in fact, uh, the turning point for me, now, I, I was already convinced that Christian identity is the true, the true Christianity. even before I started writing the book. But I really didn't know how evil the Jews were until I traced the bloodlines and all of the killing, murdering, the sacrificing, and typically uh, of our people, because they they have fomented wars in which we white people kill each other. And back to the Balfour Declaration, uh, Giuseppe, the Balfour Declaration clearly states that the even though the british empire was um, shoehorning the jews into palestine it clearly states that the rights of the indigenous people shall not be compromised there you go have the jews yeah. lived up to that
1: Nope, not in the least. I mean, the exact opposite. They're literally mass murdering innocent infants, innocent children, innocent women. They're bombing hospitals. Yep. Uh, yep. It, it's uh, it's it's beyond the pale yeah. to me. That uh, and then and then I don't know if you caught beyond uh, understanding. Yeah. The, the last yeah. week, the vile kike uh, trader <laughs> Miorkis right. was called before Congress and and he had to play his victim card with the the Holocaust and my auntie my auntie no. Eunice had the diamonds up her pooper. It, it's it's unbelievable. I mean they're yeah. just and, and w- I'll ask both you guys because you both are are learned in your own ways. Why does the average white goof? accept all this, and just go along to get along when it's clear that this is an existential threat to every white uh, human of European descendancy. Go ahead, Pastor Eli and Zach. Well,
4: it's because you have the Jews telling us this, claiming to be Israel, and you have the Judeo-Christian churches telling them the same thing. If it weren't being repeated by the churches... And the churches are referred to as the great whore <laughs> right. in the book of Revelation, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. Paul in Second Thessalonians said there will be, just before the second coming, so everybody pay attention, just before the second coming, Paul says, there will be a great falling away of the faithful from the true faith. They will be falling into a delusion and at the same time, the Antichrist, or the son of perdition, will be revealed at the same time. So, Zach, do you think the, the people of perdition are being exposed right now?
2: Yeah, I think you could fairly say that.
4: Yeah, I mean, all it, it, for, for example, on YouTube. YouTube now is allowing all kinds of criticism of the Israeli state, which they never allowed before. You know, they kicked me off of YouTube in 2012 because I was drawing too much attention, right? And so I only lasted three episodes on YouTube because I was telling people exactly what the, and who and what the Jews are, right? And so the YouTube can't handle that. But now you have all kinds of people, in fact, Jews, younger Jews from Israel or Kaikistan, I prefer Kaikistan, that uh, are saying, well, all these Jews. Oh, not the Samson option, but the Hannibal, the, the Hannibal uh, declaration or the Hannibal operative. That's when uh, the IDF is given a blank check to murder any Jews who stand in the way of the actual target that they're looking for. They have admitted that they do this. Wow! So they, and that's what happened on October seventh. They shot the Jews themselves. The IDF murdered all those people. Hamas had nothing to do with it. How in the world can Hamas troopers in paragliders, <laughs> in paragliders on the most uh, what, guarded wall, and it's a wall, okay? Right. There's a, it's a wall around Gaza. And the, the Palestinians have to go through many checkpoints to go in or out. How can they possibly get, get through there? certainly one IDF soldier and taking them all out. That's all that was necessary. No, these were IDF troops doing it to their own people. Okay?
1: Exactly right.
4: And and by the way, by the way, Hamas was created by the Israelis.
1: Oh, of course. Absolutely true. Okay?
4: And most people don't know that. So, yeah, so they they use Hamas as a, um, a controlled opposition. They right. use Hamas as controlled opposition to start—basically you know, to, to, all it is is a bunch of Palestinian kids throwing rocks over the wall. That's all it is. They have a little more power than that, okay? Maybe they'll have a rocket occasionally, which was probably supplied to them by, by the Jews,
1: right? Well, it's and called then, a rocket, but it's literally uh, a piece of—, uh, of uh plastic plumbing tube and you you fire like a a, a, a m-80 bottle rocket there's you know they call it rockets but it's so primitive and so weak yeah right yeah
4: and so it's all fake it's all lies which is uh, judaism is the the working title of my book was the religion of lies or the religion of the pharisees i was going back and forth between those two and then uh, I said, once I realized what was really going on, I said, no, the, the most important thing happening here is that there's one people impersonating another people, and they have flummoxed the whole world to believe this lie that they are Israel, and that has given them status, which they stole from us, <laughs> right? They stole it from us, and only those of us in identity— and, by the way, the identity movement was started by none other than Henry Ford. Because in his book, The International Jew, he talks about this stuff. He talks about the fact that the Jews are not really Israelites.
1: That's right. Yeah.
4: That's, why, that's another reason why they hate that book. It's one of the most suppressed books. It's, his book is even more suppressed than mine, <laughs> right? Because he didn't have a market for it. What he did was inside of every Model A Ford, which ran on alcohol, and there's a story behind that, too, he put and then uh, later uh, vegetable the, uh,
1: oil. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It was the Rockefellers who destroyed the alcohol and uh, the the whole industry, where farmers could produce their own fuel on their own farms to run right. their tractors. Yep. So it was the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers who connived to have alcohol forbidden during what was Sixteenth Amendment. What amendment? Eighteenth Amendment, whatever, whatever it was. Oh, the prohibition, you know,
1: yeah. right? I prohibition, think the 19th right? Nineteenth Amendment, wasn't it? The nineteenth. 19th. Nineteenth.
4: 19th? Okay. Yeah. Well, Rockefeller donated two million dollars to the uh, women's temperance movement to kick off the prohibition era. Right. That was basically a bribe to go out. De- now it's actually the beginning of the feminist movement in America. You know the the. Rockefellers have controlled that in America ever since. And so the point was to get alcohol off the market and replace it with gasoline. Okay? That's that's really what happened. And once everybody got hooked on gasoline instead of alcohol, then they, 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 they overturned the amendment. Okay, the Rockefellers had everything to do with that, and you're not going to read that in the textbooks at, at any level of high school, grade school, or college, you Just or in the media, okay, because the Jews control all of those things, right? They always protect each other. This is—once <laughs> its once you realize just about everything in the world has been done by Jews to destroy the white race, and all of the—oh, I, I just talked—I uh, forget who I was talking with— um,
1: I think Bernays. I forget was Maurice Bernays. I think no, Ed, Edward Bernays, the Ed, nephew Edward. of uh, Sigmund Freud, right? So called father of the public relations mind control. Yeah, public relations with the freedom father. torches, getting women to go out and smoke. And you right. know the other thing the Rockefellers did simultaneously, uh, mm-hmm. Zach and and Pastor Eli. Is they they destroyed a thriving natural and herbal uh, healing industry? They for uh, back in the day, the uh, with the these two vile kikes, uh, fake doctors, the Flexnor brothers, right? Flexnor report, yep. They got a couple million dollars backing back then is the equivalent of like half a billion today. Uh, yeah. backing to go and slam all herbal teaching institutes, slam homeopathic colleges, slam anything that re- heals people the natural way and and put it all right. in, ba- the legitimacy into Rockefeller-backed allopathic uh, uh, colleges yeah. and hospitals. Poison. That- yeah, Poison. used uh, uh, yeah. petroleum distillates and deriv- der- derivatives <laughs> as the medicine. Right. Unbelievable, man! Just how evil. Yeah, and everybody yeah. knows Rockefeller are, are kikes. So there that's you go. right,
4: that's right. So, so Zach, you know, Once you realize the extent of the Jewish conspiracy against the white race, then you you have to question every major movement in the modern world. How about feminism?
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm certainly aware of the uh, the Jewish ties to feminism and and how they they started all of this up uh, to get women to vote so they could emotionally manipulate them through media and get them to vote for blacks flooding their country and the, you know yeah. the whole nine yards.
4: Yeah, uh, was Edward Bernays or Edwin? Uh, but he's uh, related to Sigmund Freud. Yeah, and, he's a nephew. Uh, yeah, nephew. He's a nephew, okay. Yeah, he's the father of public relations in America, and he's, he's the one uh, who uh, started doing commercials with women smoking cigarettes and, of course, in the movies. So you can blame him for all the lung cancer that our <laughs> women have had
1: right. ever since.
4: Right. Okay? All right. But yet, feminists, oh, I'm so cool, I smoke. <laughs>
1: right. Okay. This is... Manipulation, utter well. Well, television. it's even worse now. And and what the the uh, the the the, uh, the uh, f- what would you say the right word is the 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 minions of Bernays now are using these vile kikes are acting like abortion is a feminist right Ooh. when it's nothing more than a Talmudic sacrifice right. of of unborn innocent yeah. souls. It's so sickening, right? What they do.
4: Well, that brings us back to the Old Testament where the Canaanites uh, were basically your, your original Jews. <laughs> they were your original Jews. Esau, Jacob's brother, married two Canaanite women, and he married into that line and became one of them. He actually became their nominal head. And that Edom and Esau are the same tribe, okay? Those are the ones who infiltrated the house of Judah during that hundred-year period before Jesus came along, and it was Herod who was an Edomite. He was not a Judahite. That's another thing the churches refuse to teach. That Herod was not of the. He was not an, even an Israelite. So how did he get into this position of power? Well, Josephus, who was a Judahite, not a Jew. Okay, this is the mistranslation of the word Judah into Jew, which fools everybody. The mistranslation of non-Jew into Gentile, but there is no such word as non-Jew anywhere in the Bible. You're either a goy, which means nation, and the vast majority of nations in the Bible are our nations, and there's no such thing as a Gentile. In, uh, in uh, Greek, it's—oh, uh, I forget the word now—but the Greek word ethos, the Greek word is ethnos, which also means nothing but nation. But actually, the Strong's definition is race— Nation. So, why is there not a single Bible out there, with the exception of the Jerusalem Bible and the Farrar Fenton Bible, that ever have the word race in their translations?
1: Because we're dealing with dogmatic Kumbaya communists. <laughs> Jesus loves everybody,
4: yeah. even homosexuals, right? Yep. Okay. It's comical, Exhaustion. yeah. I see Zach is shaking his head. It's the this conspiracy touches every part of our being, but Paul told us this would this would happen. We were told in the end times, the uh, the rich, the super rich would control all society. That's even in the Book of Enoch, the Book of Jasher, all of uh, our literature. It's not Jewish literature; it's our literature. All warned us that these end times are going to be very troublesome. And even the Book of Revelation two th- in Isaiah, two-thirds of our people will perish in this judgment, okay? So it's very important that our people become Jew-savvy and stop following the, the, the Jews around, you know, like a chain is uh, wrapped around their neck. But that's that's the way it really is, okay? And, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, well, why does Yahweh God permit this? So, well... Lucifer rebelled. He was a fallen angel. He, he was a cherub. Four, four, there were only four cherubs, one of the highest-ranking angels there was. When he rebelled, he got cast down to earth. Jesus says, I beheld Satan uh, falling from heaven like lightning. Okay? By the way, the word lightning in Hebrew is Barak. <laughs> so so you, Barack Obama may have maybe one of those guys reincarnated. I don't know. Huh. But, uh, yeah, right. Okay? So, I mean... The, But once you start studying, doing the word studies of all these words, and you realize how far off base the Judeo churches are, they literally know nothing about Bible history. Absolutely nothing. And they don't care to. So, because the Jews have told them what's what, and they believe it, and their pastors have told them what's what, and they believe that. But Jesus said, be not deceived. Beware of sheep, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. Be not deceived. Beware of all these uh, imposters. All right? The churches don't teach about that either. Okay, so we have to get ready for the worst possible. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. You know, we're, we're, they're just as soon as they institute the central bank digital currency, which they have ready in case the Federal Reserve note gets inflated out of sight. You know where you have to take wheelbarrows of Federal Reserve notes, but they don't even have that anymore. It's all digital currency already. You know, It's all – and and, then, and you can order a mail-order AI bride, right? <laughs> just, they're corrupting everything, not, not just transhumanism. Transhumanism, trans-animalism, I forget what the actual term is, where they promote sex with animals. Oh. I mean bestiality. Kid, yeah, bestiality. Yeah. How much worse can it get? They're they're killing our children, they're molesting our children, they're eating our children. Cannibals. That's what they are. By the way, that word cannibal comes from two Hebrew words. Kana meaning Cain. Baal, meaning the Baal priest. So you can see the cannibals have been around for a long time. A long time. And The feminists, the liberals, the Democrats, anything that's left of center, and even some Republicans, are doing all that stuff, homosexuality. The Bible punishes homosexuality. A man shall not lie with a man as he lies with a woman. The punishment is death. The New Testament says likewise. Paul says of homosexuals, men who lie with men and have the unnatural use of the man and women who do unnatural use of the woman are worthy of death yet all the churches have come around with few exceptions there's still a slight protest movement among some of the churches against this homosexuality it clearly it even says uh the uh, effeminate the effeminate shall not get into the kingdom of heaven that's clearly what it says and yet, all the churches are promoting homosexuality. Oh, Jesus loves everybody, including him, the homosexuals. Really? Where does it say Jesus loves everybody? It doesn't say that anywhere.
1: <laughs> so, basically, what we're dealing with, uh, Eli and Zach, and get your thoughts on this. Is you know this Luciferian satanic agenda of the mm. one world government, one world religion that has been the in play for, for for decades, if not a couple centuries, and it seems like they're getting close to achieving their victory. Mm. And and right. how do we how do we stop this? How do we how do we uh, uh, save the day, so to speak?
4: Well, the good the good news for me, anyway, and I think maybe Zach has seen the same thing happening, is alternative media uh, sometimes outranks the, the networks, you know, like Joe Rogan, um, Stu Peters. Uh, Stu Peters has been hammering the Jews really hard. Right. Yeah, yeah
2: he certainly and, has.
4: And and, he, and Brother Nathaniel, too, even though I don't take him seriously, I think he's just uh, what clickbaiting. He's just clickbaiting people and asking for donations. I don't think he's anti-Jewish at all. In fact, at that interview that Stu Peters did with Brother Nathaniel, Stu Peters brought up the uh, the tunnels underneath the synagogue, the Lubavitcher Synagogue in Brooklyn, and Brother Nathaniel said, oh, no, 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 no. We don't need to talk about that. That's a nothing burger. Really?
1: Really? Yeah, it seems— Seems pretty serious yeah. to me, yeah.
4: Yeah, right, right? Oh, and at the end of that interview, he also said, and despite of all of the bad things I say about Jews, we're still God's chosen people.
1: <laughs> okay? Yeah, he's kind of comical. the mindset. Brian, yeah, he is comical. Yeah.
4: yeah. He is comical, all right? <laughs> but a Jew can get away with saying bad stuff about Jews, and so can we actually, although not as much. Yeah, because if you're uh, an operative for the Jews, they'll let you get away with lots of stuff.
1: Well, but sure. if you're not,
4: yeah, yeah. But but like, who was Bill? Uh, the guy who was, uh, who criticized, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's another Jew, actually. He admitted he was Jewish. Uh, Alex Jones. Uh, Alex Jones admitted he was Jewish. Oh, Bill Cooper. Bill Cooper. They they killed Bill Cooper because he was he was exposing him too much, right? So if you get if you're getting too close to the truth, now I, I think in my case they've used the hands off treatment because I've I've gone public. I said if if something happens to me, it's because the Jews are t- trying to bump me off, right? Right. So, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But on the other hand, and here here's how crafty and wise because G- Eve was seduced by a beast that was craftier than any other beast. That's what it says, Genesis 3.1. And so it wasn't a real snake. <laughs> Nachash means uh, to shine. Uh, Nachash is a whisperer, a, a liar, a deceiver. That's what the word, it doesn't mean literal snake, at least not in that context. Because, I mean, you're trying to tell me that Eve was talked into having sex by a literal snake? No, there's all kinds of metaphorical language in the Bible, and these Judeos, they they don't want to bother. You know, they know it all from their point. They they know a lot, and they're not interested in doing any more Bible research. Christianity is 2,000 years. Well, actually, Sir Malcolm Muggeridge put it best. He said, Christianity is a great idea. Too bad nobody practices it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay. Right? And it really has not been practiced in these last 2,000 years because the Catholic Church combined paganism and emerging Christianity. That's what Catholicism is. All those ideas of Mother Mary and the child and the, uh, what is it, the hot uh, cross, uh, cross buns and Easter bunnies. Cross <laughs> Easter bunnies, right? That comes from Babylon. They were already doing that in Babylon, so Constantine had a, a, a dilemma: How do I get these Christians, who are actually they were an uncontrollable bunch? They were very zealous. They were, you know, they were carrying the message to anybody who would hear it, and the, the pagans were losing. The pagans were losing, and. Uh, the pagans were complaining to council, You got to do something about these Christians because we don't believe the way they. they we don't want to believe the way. They, so he blended the two together. That's where Easter comes from. Right, right. Okay, Easter is the name a start a god a pagan goddess. Easter is a start. Okay, and the uh, Christmas is another Catholic uh, combined pagan. Uh, I almost said Jewish, but it might as well be Jewish. Uh, pagan and Catholic holiday, and, which the the day of the Invincible sun, right? Okay, but Jesus was born at toward the end of September, not not during the not during the because the, the 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 shepherds did not take their flocks out in the middle of of December. It was too cold; they kept them in in their stalls, and maybe just let them out once in a while. But uh, and and uh, just by the birth of uh, John the Baptist and Jesus, as given to us in the Bible, one was in the spring, near the spring equinox, and the other was in the fall, near the, because they were six months apart. And so Jesus was born in the fall. John the Baptist was born in the spring. So none of these churches are interested in doing any of this history, <laughs> right? Because both Judaism and Judeo-Christianity rule by dogma and deceit. Yeah, that's the way it is. No, and, and and the Father has allowed this because why? Because we have to learn the lesson. As Eve, as Eve had to learn the lesson. Beware of deceivers. Well, what did your mother tell you? Don't go when you go out. Don't talk to strangers, right? But there are children who don't follow their mother's instructions, and they get kidnapped. You have to be. Not just aware, you have to be aware of God's law. You have to internalize it and be prepared for anything. So, But the the Bible clearly says, if you obey his laws, you will not be harmed. Nothing can harm you. That's Deuteronomy chapter 28. But if you fail to obey his laws, then all these curses will—you will get every disease under the sun, right? You will be destroyed by your enemies. You uh, will—you know, you're— You'll have horrible relations with your wife, right? All these curses. Deuteronomy chapter 28, it still applies today. But what the churches will tell you is, oh, that's Old Testament stuff. We don't follow that. Who's worse, a Jew or a (laughs) (laughs) Judeo-Christian? All right? So once I started reading the Bible for myself, and I don't know how many people actually have sat down to read the Bible for themselves and just filter out all of the jabber coming from the Jews and the Judeo-Christians. Probably not too many, but uh, I hope I'm starting a trend, (laughs) right? Yeah. But the the reason I wrote the book and what the book became was uh, once I understood the history of Israel and the terminology and what these words really mean as opposed to what the Jews and the Judeos claim these words mean, then I understand the prophecies and how important the prophecies are and how the prophecies are totally ignored by both the Jews and the Judeo-Christians. For example, this garbage about the uh, rebuilding of the Third Temple. Have you, have you heard any of the propaganda? Oh, it's everywhere.
1: Right, right. It's yeah. a big thing with these... Uh... These uh, radical uh, 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 lacunics and all that—they, right? yeah, they're, yeah. The, yeah, it's insane. Zach, you, do you have any thoughts on uh, the third temple nonsense?
2: No, it's it's a it's just in line with Jewish behavior. I mean, it's it's not yeah. surprising.
1: Well, well, even the so-called yeah. wall that they all go prayed to and all the presidents put on their meanie beanies and pretend to be praying it that's just a Roman wall that's not an actual you know has any significance to the uh, Talmudic religion So
4: yeah well it was built it wasn't built by Solomon that's a different wall altogether yeah it was actually a Roman wall so a Roman wall and, but you can see the power that Jews have that every single American president has to be paraded before that wall, right. touch it, and bow before it, and blah. Yeah. But, you know, I thought I thought idol worship was forbidden.
1: <laughs>
4: okay? All right? Okay. So uh, J- Judaism is nothing but... And I was getting ready to say that earlier. When I came aclo- across Luke 12, 1... After doing all this research and I'm saying to myself, man, these Pharisees are evil. They cannot possibly be the Judahites or Israelites. There's something wrong with these people. They're not the bloodline tells us that they're not the same people as the Israelites. And then I read Luke 12:1. He says, "Beware the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy." I read that verse, and tears started flowing down my eyes. I got it. When I read that verse, I got it. Judaism is total hypocrisy.
1: Yep, yep. Everything, <laughs> they invert the truth yeah. into everything yeah. that supports their lies. It's unbelievable.
4: It's a, and then when they are caught red-handed and say, well, you Christians made us do it. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah,
4: yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, well, they got kicked out of at least 108 co- countries historically before Judeo-Christianity came along. And, and then they say, oh, well, is there something wrong with us because, you know, we have this natural hatred? Or Now, wait a minute. Genesis 12, 2, 3 rather, says you will be a blessing. If you're a blessing, people should love you. Right. All right, not hate you, and this is the latest Jewish spiel that uh, the Jews will be hated. The Jews will be hated. The Jews will be hated. Well, what about Genesis one, uh, Genesis 12, one through three, where it says you'll be a blessing. If you're a blessing, that you should be giving us money, not you, not vice versa. Right, you should be creating a, a a heaven on earth. But nobody quotes the verse that says you will be a blessing unequivocally. Right. They only can, can quote the conditional because the conditional say if I, if I curse Abraham but not even to say Jews. It says if you but they interpret if they curse us Jews, then you will be cursed. If you bless us Jews, you will be you, you will be blessed, right? They don't they quote that verse, but they don't quote the un, unconditional word where, where Abraham will be a blessing to, to the whole world. Okay? Our people. All the descendants of Abraham through his three wives, Sarah, Hagar, and Keturah. the Katurites became the Indo-Aryans. Okay, they're the Indo-Aryans. They're they're not well. The 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 language Sanskrit um, has a, a lot of similarities to English and Hebrew. And all, even English and German have a lot of similarities to Hebrew. We can prove through all of our associations, our historical associations, that we are the Israelites and the Jews are imposters. Now, that, that, we haven't even talked about the Ashkenazi yet. The Ashkenazi right. n- never set foot in ancient Palestine. <laughs> they converted to Judaism in the year 740. That's the consensus, 740. They learned Judaism from rabbis coming up from... Palestine through Turkey and they went up to uh, Kazaria and the, the Prince of Kazaria the Bulan bulan had a dilemma on his hands because he was caught between the Eastern Empire and the Western Empire of Cath- uh, Catholicism and uh, Orthodox Christianity caught between and also Islam Islam was coming up from the south. Mm -hmm. And so he had to make a decision whether to decide between Islam and these two versions of Christianity, but he was mainly in the eastern section. So he had to decide between Orthodox Christianity and Islam. But he reasoned, well, if I decide, if I side with Orthodox Christianity, then I'll make an enemy of the Muslims. And if I decide with the Muslim, then I'll make an enemy of the Orthodox Church. So, okay, we're all going to convert to Judaism because both Christianity and Islam revere Judaism. So there you go. It was a very practical decision. So all these millions of Jews now, none of which ever said, the Ashkenazi Jews outnumber the Sephardic Jews by 95 to 5. All right? And they're the ones who promoted this war against the Palestinian people, the Ashkenazim. Okay? So, and and by the way, uh, the Bible talks about Gog and Magog, that Gog and Magog will attack a people who are at peace and do not have any enemies. And that that land that Gog and Magog are going to invade is a land w- uh, of, uh, without walled villages, without walled cities. Okay, all right. So, is Palestine a nation that is without walled cities? It's got all kinds of walled cities. Yeah, Jerusalem exactly. itself is it's a walled
1: open-air concentration camp. <laughs> <game.
4: Yeah. laughs> well, Gaza is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Ga- yeah. Gaza is a Jewish Auschwitz. Right, yeah, that's what, that's what it is. It's a Jewish Auschwitz, okay? But no, you can't say that. Even though there's an actual wall around Gaza, right? Which you can't say about the South Africans. The South Africans never built a wall around any black neighborhood. The the South Africans would build schools and hospitals for blacks, and then the blacks would burn them down. <laughs>
1: yep, <laughs> right? exactly
4: right. Yep. Right, that's what happened. Okay, so so Gaza is a Jewish Auschwitz. So we have uh, just unending streams of lies because the Jews, and that's the first thing the Jews do is whenever they invade. So, okay, okay, get back to them being kicked out of all these countries. So if it's true that we just have an instinctive hatred of Jews, as they claim, because they acknowledge, they admit that they've been kicked out of all these countries. There's no denying it. It's actual history, right? No, it's not our fault. It's your fault, Christian, because for for whatever reason you have this inbred <laughs> that's not a good word in uh, in interior hatred of jews but no genesis 12:3 says you will you jews if that's who it's about will be a blessing they've never been a blessing to anybody and so everything once you read the bible and know who's who and what's what you see through all their lies and you start doing everything you can to you know, counteract their influence. But as I said earlier, it's what's happening is really good in alternative media. Alternative media is beginning to outflank the Jewish media, and they've also created their own uh, Frankensteins because liberalism and communism, cr- also created by Jews, are turning against kikes in Palestine. They're turning against the Israeli state. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, Zach, have you seen that? That uh, the left wingers are turning against the Israeli state?
2: Yeah, they are. Um, the only problem I have with it is uh, a lot of these buffoons see it as white colonialism, What Israel <laughs> right. is Israel doing, which is uh, insanity. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, right. But they have to know these people are Jews. Now, okay, it's a tail wagging the dog. Not the dog wagging the tail. Yeah, so I see that the, the liberals misunderstand what's really happening. And who's that? Who's Certainly. that other Jew? That older Jew who goes around saying that that Israel is a colony of America? Who is it that says that? Uh,
2: I'm not familiar. Yeah, he's.
1: I, I'm not either. That's it. what a
2: what
4: a
1: what a, what a uh, preposterous yeah, whoa, whoa. statement. Right. Well, many Jews say
4: that, right? Because they've always shoved the blame off themselves. But it's a Zionist Jewish state. America had nothing to do with the founding of the Israeli state. Absolutely nothing. Okay? When the Israeli state was founded, America was on the greatest of terms with all
1: the Arab nations in the Middle East. We were pumping well, tr- their oil. Well, Truman truman was against it and then he happened to get a, a major bribe in a couple of shopping right? bags of uh, several million dollars and all of a sudden he was for right? it so yeah that's
4: right yeah it was I breath two agents of benign Brith, the jewish secret society that was shopping bags or suitcases i forget which right, uh right. two million dollars yep oh yeah, you, you talked me into it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I really think Truman was a Jew anyway because his middle name is, or his actual surname, Harry Solomon Truman.
1: Oh, okay. He could be for sure. And
4: he's got that Ashkenazi face. He has. He's got that Ashkenazi face, that a very stern look, uh, grayish skin, right? I, I, I don't believe he's one of us for a second. And so we had a Jew before him. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Yeah. And Delano is a Jewish family, so right. he's half-Jewish, yeah. okay? Then we had a Jew after Truman, namely Eisenhower, that Swedish yeah. Jew, right? Yeah. Okay. And he had a Jewish uh, Supreme Court justice, and the two of them went around into the South with bayonets-drawn American troops Attacking the state government, uh, threatening them with uh, to to uh, what do you call integrate the schools? Total violation of the U.S. Constitution. You don't hear anything about that anymore. See, I'm a Republican. I have a good memory. <laughs> yeah, you're getting ready to say something, Giuseppe. Right.
1: So I was just going to ask, Zach brought up a great point a few moments ago. I'd like to get both your thoughts on it. If you look at the uh, the, the, the limited intellect, low impulse blacks, and right? then the limited intellect, dumbed down, low impulse woke whites, which is a right? con- kind of a communi- combination of liberalism and communism, in both cases they, they – they look and think whites have done these crimes that are all Jewish crimes, and then when you you point this out to these goofs, they 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 call you an anti-Semite. And, and yeah. what's really funny is that you know what's uh, 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 the Nation of Islam? Louis Farrakhan's done a phenomenal job in, in using only Jewish historical documentation and proving that the vile kike totally ran the slave trade. And, you know, and and there's so, so I want to get both your thoughts on how can we possibly wake these buffoons up, as as Zach said. Go ahead, Eli, then Zach. Yeah, well, that's
4: a tough job. Uh, Fortunately, uh, the one thing in favor of the white nationalists is they don't believe the Jews are good people. (laughs) They don't believe, although many of them swallow the lie that the Jews are Israel, Right they don't know the history of the bible but at least they don't worship the jews like judeo christians do right yeah. yeah yeah your thoughts zach yeah
2: yeah I, I think um it's it's a really tough thing to do uh to because a lot of people are are very much in their own little worldview and their realm and they don't want to break yeah. out of that uh it, it, we have we have to have our own media apparatus that is constantly propounding all of these same right. thoughts Uh, into their heads the same way that Jews are propounding their thoughts and we just have to make ours a a lot stronger in order for these people to start catching on because ours are based in fact. That's the one thing we have on our side. It's it's Mm -hmm. all true. We we have the truth. Uh, Jews do not have that truth. They just have this emotional manipulation and I think uh, I do think that's one sector that we fail in. We fail to uh, appeal to people's emotions because we're so logical. We're so we're right. so focused on that truth, we want to give everybody the truth, and unfortunately, <laughs> it's it's apparent right. most people don't think that way. So we have to learn how to open uh, open these people's hearts to us. I think.
4: Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's tough because uh, we the three of us here are having a very intellectual conversation about the true meanings of words, the true meaning of history, and how a group of people. Can distort our language, can distort our history, right. and uh, and basically brainwash us into following them around. Right, right. Unbrainwashing people is probably the most difficult thing anybody can even try. Yeah. Okay. Certainly. Because if you're brought up, well, what did uh, who was it? it? Was Lenin or Khrushchev said it? Give us two generations of your young people, and you know we will. Uh, They'll declare victory over you and that's what the Jews have done mm-hmm. starting with the, the Frankfurt School, they came right. over in the 1950s, right?
1: Oh no, Frankfurt School, oh, oh yeah it began in Germany in the 1920s but yeah they came, all came over and went to Columbia University I believe right. is one of their big hangouts yeah. and the University right. of Chicago right?
4: yeah. yeah Yeah. Hitler's problem became our problem <laughs> No <laughs> right? kidding yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah and it was German scientists who were doing all the work, right? <laughs> there were very few, uh, even in America, there were only a few Jews on the Manhattan Project. Oppenheimer was one. Einstein was just a consultant. He wasn't even really part of the team. So there really aren't many good Jewish scientists at all, right? Uh, yeah, It's funny it's that all...
1: Einstein was an incredibly bright guy, but he was very because he was a Jew, was very clever at plagiarizing other people's work and not giving right. them credit. Right. So that's right.
4: That's why he had that job at the patent office.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: yep. He knew what he was doing.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, Zach, any, any topics you'd like to bring up with Eli?
2: No, just, a uh, really, um, uh, I, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, it's, it was very educational. It's, uh, very uh, very good speaker as well. Um, I'm 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 very interested in getting your book. I'm I'm interested in giving that a read. That's uh yeah
4: that'll, that'll a, make Dave get happy.
2: <laughs> I well I'll certainly do so. I'll make Dave happy. <laughs> yeah there you go.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh maybe maybe what I should do at this point, you know, because it is you know I've I've been dominating the discussion, but it's just one of those things where, I, I personally when I go around even in identity circles. Not all of our people have done the research, right? Like I said, the, way I, the reason I got into this was because nobody had written a bona fide book about the true bloodlines, the two bloodlines coming out of the Garden of Eden, right? And there's still a lot of people, even with identity, the non-seedliners, maybe 50-50, they just can't believe that Eve had sex with a fallen angel. Said, yeah, come on, you've got to be kidding me, right? Well, I mean, what about Genesis chapter 6? Where it says the, the watcher, it doesn't use the word watchers, but the one, and it's verified in the New Testament, those who left their first estate, which was heaven, of course, came down to earth, and even Judeo Christians will tell you, Mount, Mount um, Hermon, the fallen angels descended on Mount Hermon, which was in the northern parts of the tribe of Dan's territory, okay? And how did they get infected with all this pagan Luciferianism? in those days. Well, because those giants, those fallen angels, were there among the Canaanites in Canaan land, falsely called Palestine, and the Israelites were told to exterminate them, and they failed to do the job, okay? And so once they failed to do the job, they began began picking up these pagan habits, and therefore Yahweh kicked them out. But even that was a blessing for us, because we, our ancestors, having crossed the Caucasus Mountains into Europe, became the European nation states, fulfilling the prophecies to Abraham that your descendants would be nations and companies of nations and many nations. Rebecca, Isaac's wife, was prophesied to be the father of sorry, mother of thousands of millions. That's billions. Of descendants. The Jews have never had billions. Never. And those are just the descendants of Rebecca. We still have Keturah and Hagar, who actually, Ishmaelites, were actually the original Arabs before they became Arabs. Okay? They were white people before they became Arab, before they converted to Islam. Islam brought slavery in, that brought race mixing in. And the word Arab actually means to be dark. Okay, <laughs> and so Ishmael became dark, having uh, taken Islam. And uh, I think uh, I think you you mentioned it, Giuseppe, that Islam is based on Judaism. Uh, Islam, uh, Muhammad was illiterate; he could not read or write, so he hired a group of rabbis to write. <laughs> To write the Quran for him, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so even Islam is Jewish. Catholicism is essentially Jewish because it came from Babylon. The Babylonian Talmud is what the Jews teach. So everything in the world is hypocrisy and lies and uh, and, and brainwashing, right? And so. Mm-hmm it's a real challenge to get our people to wake up but yeah uh, uh, the only thing i can say is it's yeah part, part of yahweh's plan to uh, break us out of our slumber and i think that's happening right now it's too slow for my for my taste but uh, uh it's happening it is happening it's slowly but surely it is happening and then the more programs like this and on more white nationalist broadcasting that takes into consideration the fact that the Jews are phonies, are not telling the truth about their background, and they can't be Israel because Israel is supposed to be a blessing to the nations, not a curse. That uh, once you just take a few simple verses from the Bible and show that the Jews can't possibly be these people, that, uh, you know, that even, what's the name of, uh, who he wrote the... Um, the book about the, colonial America—he uh, uh, he, was—he uh, was not a Christian, uh, but he was a, an Englishman who came to America and wrote a book, uh, you know, criticizing the Bible. Yeah, but nevertheless, it, it, it was uh, the the start of the flash of the American Revolution was uh, him writing this book. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, Thomas I Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine. Yeah. Thomas Paine wrote this book and then he had dialogue with uh, several of the uh, churchgoers in America and he told one of them you know how if the if the Jews are going
1: Eli your audio dropped off, Up oh, now, there goes Eli he'll be back awesome in again. a moment uh, you know Zach I'd like to get your thoughts while, on where we're waiting for Eli to come back is like you know it's so encouraging that you and and some of the other fellows that go- young guys at going TV, you get it and you have if, if uh, 50 60 years of life much of your life ahead of you and so uh, w- what do you aspire to oh here, here Eli's back go ahead uh, yeah yeah go yeah, go ahead there. answer the question
4: Zach go yeah, ahead I'd like
1: yeah because yeah, I mean you know uh, Eli's got a couple years on me you know I'm 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 64 so you know you're a young guy. That's what's so encouraging. So how are you reaching other young guys and women?
2: Uh, well, right now, I, uh, I primarily take the educational route. I try to educate as best I can with the, uh, the knowledge that I have on these topics. Um, so I'm, I'm sure you know, you, you know of my, my Logos Academy series. I right. basically a, a college-style lecture where I just lay out these facts in the most palatable term that I possibly feel like I can. Because uh, I know it's it's you know these are broad topics you have to have a lot of knowledge you know, and a lot of information. Um, yes, yeah, I think uh, I think right now it's it's an educational process, hoping that people uh, take this stuff and run with it, and then uh, we go from there and and see, uh, yeah, where this goes, you know.
4: Yeah, well, it's it's obvious that the Israelis are shooting themselves in the foot with their uh, inhuman treatment of the palestinian people especially the citizens of gaza all the world sees through their lies except for other jews and the christian zionists
1: yep exactly
4: the rest of the world sees through it so the jewish uh, pulling the wool over our eyes is just about at its end and uh, putin said it best Never interrupt your enemy when he's destroying himself. (laughs) All right? And that's what the Jews are doing. Okay? So we may not even have to do all that much, but nevertheless, we have to be ready for when all these disillusioned white people, including Christians, come... Where do I go now? I've been lied to. When they find out they've been lied to this much, they will... They will be very disillusioned, and maybe angry, and lose their faith in God, etc., etc. So Mm -hmm. there may be a lot. There's going to be chaos from that uh, sector as well. Okay.
1: That that certainly. uh, You you set up my. uh, We've got about five to six minutes left, and final question for both of you is like it appears to me it's never been more obvious that there's this massive fork in the road. Of good versus evil, and the evil oh, yeah. is, is these trannies and 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 destroying the lives of these young kids by telling them, "Oh, Johnny, you want to be a little girl? You can be Janie. Oh, Janie, you want to be a little boy? Right. We'll cut off your breasts. We'll put you on these toxic, uh, o- o- overloaded uh, hormones. We'll yeah. destroy your endocrine system. We'll, we, and, and you can pr- and we'll take a big chunk of skin off your and muscle <laughs> off your forearm, and we'll make you a, a phallus that you think is a penis." But it's just a a meat dildo, yeah. and, and <laughs> right. there there, there's, um, there there is literally uh, the, <laughs> these false religions uh, of uh, you know wokeism and 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 so many others taking the place of of just basic decency. And yet you go to various churches and you meet various people. There's good Catholics. There's good you know Protestants good episcopalians but when are they going to wake up because it's never been more obvious that the 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 the, the, the tranny types the the child raping homos the batshit crazy mass murdering jews that's the those are the armies of evil and they they they're gaining in number and and but the decent people us especially putting our uh, our nuts on the chopping block by explaining what's really going on you know our numbers are growing, but not as fast yes. as these woke shitheads. So first Eli, then Zach. How do we? How do we? How do we win the day?
4: Well, I think uh, since the Jews created liberal leftism, communism, and all the insanity that goes along with it, including feminism and uh, this idea that uh, they're instilling in the girls' heads that they're just as strong as men are, and all this garbage, which is blatant, you know, even a baby can see that there's a difference between men and women, right? Right, Okay. Yeah, Yeah. and men are willing to sacrifice themselves for a decent woman. They are. But no woman Mm -hmm. is going to do likewise. What what the feminist movement has demonstrated is women are always thinking, well, maybe I can find a better man, a more handsome man, a richer man, and and just on a snap of a finger they're willing to break off a marriage. Okay? Because they have this, this false belief that a woman can do anything a man can do. Well, I've never I've never seen a woman rotting sewers. I've never seen a woman building buildings. Okay. I don't I may have seen a woman carpenter or two. Very rarely do I see women even trying to do these things yet they claim falsely that we're all the same.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: It's those those lies are beginning to fall apart and even women women are beginning to rebel against feminism. That's a really good thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, zach your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I have to uh, I have to concur, I think I think a lot of these things will will pan themselves out because the insanity of it is becoming as you said more and more recognizable, right? As as a uh, as it polarizes, and the, the people that are already insane become far more insane, <laughs> they're going to be so much harder to associate with yeah. and deal with, that uh, right. society will come to that, that divide where it's, it's, it's just going to have to be uh, either a split or hopefully not a conflict, but I think that's going to yeah. be inevitable, sadly.
4: Right. Well, well just COVID-19, it says no, COVID-19 is the new normal, right? Uh, sorry. I'm not buying into that. Unfortunately, the uh, uh, yeah, I was also getting ready to say since the vast majority of people who bought into the rhetoric of covid are left-wing liberals, they're killing off their own. Right. That's
1: a great point. Okay. You know, um, we've reached the final couple of minutes, and I uh, want to thank you, Pastor Eli, and you, Zach, for a, a great show, and, and we'll have Eli back again next month to continue the discussion. But I'll tell you, I'd like to end with this sentiment, and especially on my 26th wedding anniversary. I had a great caller uh-huh. who's become a friend, Meg. Uh, and she made the observation about three years ago on one of the shows that you know it the man and the woman together make make the family strong right the man right. Is, is the warrior the woman keeps the home and the heart yeah. but it's the woman who can help the man stay strong and support him and the man, man protects yeah. the woman it's 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 this duality of an actual what what is what is what the divine intended what god intended you know the marriage yeah. of a man and a woman the the commitment towards a family and that's what the the vile kike has subverted so that's so right horribly and so that's yeah. what we need to get back to i think is, is the uh, nuclear family yes uh, so-called right absolutely an honor male and
4: yeah, right male and female he created them, what don't you understand? Obviously, the Jew doesn't want you to know that.
1: Right, right, exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly,
4: right. The other good thing is homosexuals don't